0: We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hi, everyone. Welcome into The Gathering Radio Show right here on the ParaX Radio Network. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Heidi, and we're here for another Paranormal Smorgasbord. woo
1: Last one of 2023. Yes, we like those. We do like the Paranormal Smorgasbord. So what's shaking with you? Well, it's, it's finally, I want to say finally quieting down, but maybe as of tomorrow it will finally start to quiet down. It's all the, par- the you know, fall was extremely busy. And then all the personal stuff got bumped to after the busy season. So now it's finally slowing down with personal stuff and it might actually be quiet for a few weeks. And I'm excited <laughs> about that. Although I do have another paranormal investigating class on Thursday. So <laughs> that just doesn't seem to <laughs> bizarre. It, bizarre. It, it, it's, it's good. I mean, it just isn't quieting down. But it's the last one for the year. So that's nice.
0: I'm just shocked people People are thinking about paranormal investigation courses in December, honestly. I know. You know. Well, it's a 102 class
1: where we just investigate. So it's people that have already investigated, you know, or done the 101s or whatever, or <laughs> right. investigated other, you know, and they just want to do something fun. Oh, and yeah. Um, yeah, so we have uh, some new things we're going to try. We're in a school that uh, we've been in one time last month. It was the first time and it was pretty interesting. Um, I don't know if I, did I talk about it? I can talk about it during the Paramount Smorgasbord.
0: Yeah, we'll just, I don't think you we'll, did. It was in Anoka, right?
1: Well, yeah, it a lot of them Anoka? happened. But there was something that happened with Tim's group that I thought was interesting. I don't know. I can mention it if you've heard it. We don't have to talk that, about it. But yeah, no, yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been good. Been yeah. a little bit quiet, which
0: I like for a change. Yes. Well, and it is, it is winter now, you know, we're supposed to be doing just kind of fun stuff, right? And getting ready and um, well, lots of self-care and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I
1: was going to say fun stuff and taking care of yourself. Not mm-hmm. all the not always the same thing, but yeah, slowing down, I think. Yes, I have been trying to do that. That's been good.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And um, yeah, we did a an investigation this last weekend we had our newbie who was with us she did great job she did a great job she was fabulous um we caught some stuff it was pretty interesting stuff we were walking out and both she and i were like whipped our heads back and we like did you hear that i heard that and it was only us two and then she went right home went back through her a tip a newbie right <laughs> they go right. right through their evidence um and she found it. And yeah, it, what what sounded to us was like a child's chuckle or giggle or something really turned out to be it sounded like a voice saying something. We're just going to see who else might have gotten it on their voice recorders to see if we mm-hmm. can come up with what exactly it was. But it was kind of like one of those. Nothing like what we heard with our ears, which is very interesting, you know, so. <clears throat> I don't know. It was a good investigation. It's always a good learning place. We did some crazy pictures, you know. Um Jerry took pictures of Annie and I and um and Nicole. <laughs> and we did the Ghostbusters thing, you know, with the excuse my voice. You know, I kinda keep thinking I'm coming down with something and my voice is scratchy and whatever, and then I'm fine. So I don't I don't really know. It's just the weird weather I think. But Yeah, we had a really fun time and it was just a good day. You know, it was a good day to be out there. There were four of us and uh, we saw some things we had never seen before at this location. And we've been going there for a lot of years. It's a great place to train newbies, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, fun. So it'll be interesting to see. There were a lot of things going on in the buildings. And apparently the grounds are quite active, too which was where we heard this chuckle. So, wowza. But you know what's irritating to me is, so, <laughs> it is state-owned land. It's public lands, right? And um, anybody can go in there at any time, right? We own it, whatever. But there's a lot of, it's a, it, it, people have been baiting squirrels and shooting them in the head there, What? which you? Yeah, I I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I got out of the car, and there was a a poor dead squirrel, and in his arms. So they're just this, doing it for fun, clearly, because yeah, they're not yeah, taking them. Yeah, and he had in his hands like a corn cob, right? So they oh. must have given him the corn cob and then popped him. And not then that, there was another no. next to him. There was a. Um, Squirrel's tail. Now I didn't see the rest I was I didn't dig around. You know, and actually this poor baby that I found, I picked him up and put him back in the back in the weeds and I covered him up. Not with soil because, you know, but with other things, you know, so he could rest. But I yeah, his head had a bullet. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, What is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? I just it just That's terrible. It is terrible. And it it happens all the time down there. You know, I think. You know, and we find things like this um, all the time. Jerry is saying that he thought it was a young girl saying, it's me. Oh, that could be. And maybe for us, it sounded like a chuckle. Because, Jerry, I don't think you heard that with your ears, right? You just heard um, what was on Annie's GoPro, correct? I can't remember. But, yeah. But, yeah, these poor squirrels. And there's so much trash there because they're not taking care of it, right? So I'm going to a letter will go out to the DNR and say is this how you treat all your lands because this isn't right this is going to become a dumping grounds and a place you know where bad things happen we already know bad things happen there you know cuz we can feel it but it's like oh god there's nothing worse right i love squirrels we feed them we have fat happy squirrels in my yard <laughs> you know so ugh anyway that's my rant for the day <laughs> Well, wow, that's terrible. It is terrible. It is terrible. Um and it, and the thing is it's such a cool place to go, you know, and there's not there's not a lot of a lot of people that know about it. And I know Annie said she looked it up and the first thing that popped up was Supernatural Investigators in Minnesota, which is interesting. That that not a lot of people go there, but at any rate. So that's my paranormal story and of course I haven't gone uh through my stuff. Yet, I don't think Jerry has either, but we'll we'll all get it done. So, and we all have scads of stuff to get through, you know? Yeah. But, anyhow, and then there's, you know, it's the season. So, you know, trying to do some stuff. I put some lights out. I haven't got the tree up yet, but shortly, you know? Ah, you've got time. I know. Still a few weeks, right? But it's fun to have it up, though. Here's the thing. It's pretty... It's light, you know, whenever the tree is up, I don't really have a lot of lights on because it's just pretty to look at, right? You know, so, mm-hmm. and we yeah. watched, we watched an incredibly stupid movie the other night. My sister was over and she said, oh, she's heard about this new Eddie Murphy movie. And I don't even know what the name of it is. And it's on um, Amazon Prime, I think, and brand new this year. So we watched it and oh my God. I'm not even sure. How we lasted the whole movie, but I guess we thought we were already invested. We wanted to see how it ended. (laughs) It was crazy, but ugh. So worth it? Not worth it? Huh? Worth it? Not worth it? Not worth it? it. Not worth it. Okay. I I wouldn't watch it. I I mean, I was just like, "Are you kidding? Are you kidding?" I mean, every five minutes, we all looked at each other and said, "Are you kidding? Really? We're watching this?" and stupid. We kept watching it. Well, but I know. Anyway, shame on us. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, just the normal stuff. Now, Cryptid chicks are going to get out in the woods this weekend again, so that'll be fun. That area is just so hot right now. We feel like we need to go out there and just invest some time, you know, and and hang and have the recorders going and the video going and do some drumming and do some other stuff and see what happens. You know, do all our wooey stuff, (laughs) see what we can get. But, um, yeah. so.
1: Um. Well, so I wanted to uh, talk about something interesting that came up at the studio. I don't know if it's a couple weeks ago. I got a call. So, Paranormal Smorgasbord, we're here, right? We've got all our little topics. And anybody mm-hmm. that's in the chat room, too, if you want to share yes. a cool story that's happened to you recently or just anything that's happened that you think you'd want to share. Or anything that you want to drop as a topic into the chat room and we'll try and figure it out or talk about it or just, I don't know, mm-hmm. push some stuff around with it. That's cool. So do that. Um, but I have something to kick it off here. So I had a, a client. Actually, she was referred to me by a client of mine that um, I've worked with for years. And she, her son went to Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. Mm. Right? In Las Vegas. It's in Las Vegas, right? And came back and just weird stuff was happening. And they ended up getting rid of, he bought a few souvenirs there, you know, getting rid of those, weird stuff was happening. And so she was asking me about like, hey, does it, can this be a thing? Could he have picked something up, something haunted? And so I thought, well, that's, you know, that's a cool topic for the Paranormal Smorgasbord because, um, what you know, because I've done a lot of this and worked with a lot of people and, you know, people do think, especially because of the movies that are out there, that, you know, it's easy for spirits to hitchhike home with you. You know, if you're doing a paranormal investigation or you're going to a haunted location or whatever it is, whether it's a haunted hotel or a museum or whatever it is. And, you know, oh my gosh, I picked up a spirit or, you know, something evil or whatever and now it came home with me. And usually that's not the case. And so I wanted to, I thought this would be a good topic for the smorgasbord because a lot of times if a spirit is attached to something, they're attached to it for a good reason, right? They're not just got nothing better to hang on to, so they're going to just stay with that thing or in that place. It's usually for a good reason. That's why they're attached to it. You know, it's some emotional connection or some trauma or some something has bound them to it or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. it's unlikely if a spirit is going to have you walk by and they'll go, wait a minute, you're way better than this thing I've been hanging on to for 10, 30, 100 years, right? So, but what does happen, so I'm not saying that it's, you know, nothing, because a lot of times what does happen, it's like you go somewhere that's dusty, right? You go into a place that has lots of dust and you get dust on your clothes, right? Well, your clothes are now carrying that dust around and then you go home or wherever and the dust from wherever you were mixes with the dust in your house. And now maybe... The dust in your house isn't really anything to notice, but once you mix other dust with it, it kind of riles it all up, right? Gets it all poofed out there, and now you've got some pretty active dust, and it's kind of like that. That's how I explain things to people when they come in because she really said all these weird things happen. I'm like, well, there's a bunch of things going on here, and none of them are an entity that followed him home, and And she's like, well, we got rid of all the stuff that he bought there. I'm like, well, that's fine. You probably shouldn't, you know, someone that's Mm -hmm. sensitive as they are, they are sensitive. So, yeah, you're going to be more maybe susceptible to the dust or whatever. And, you know, buying something that's been sitting there for who knows how long, soaking up that energy. Who knows what it might be also kind of stirring up. But it wasn't anything intelligent, right? But it's just stirring all the stuff up. And the other thing that was coming up with this too is that they were already full, you know? Their energies, being empaths, they were already full, and they had not done any kind of clearing or maintenance or whatever on their own energy fields. Oh, yeah. So they're already having, you know, their their energies full. This stuff comes in, starts stirring things up, and basically causes problems that start to look like, oh my gosh, something followed me home, but it it wasn't an intelligent being. It was just this dust that got kicked up from one place to another Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but they probably wouldn't have noticed it as much if they had been managing their own energy fields more you know and kind of maintaining but Mm -hmm. anyway so we did a, a I did a session with her and it was wonderful and Uh, yeah, other old stuff came up that had nothing to do with any of this stuff, but that's because she's full, right? Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, it was good uh, to help her understand how there's so many different things that can come up that aren't an active entity, you know, intelligent entity, you know, but there's other things that can cause problems for sure.
0: So. I think if you're empathic, like we are and sensitive, and intuitive and all that, like you said, you you need to, clear yourself every once in a while right you need to right
1: uh, I mean ideally but it's also good to make sure you're protected in the first place and know yeah. how to manage oh, absolutely. it absolutely. which is another whole thing and I'm like we have to go through that with her too but anyway uh, yeah it was it was good to have that you know conversation to kind of educate and mm-hmm. you know show like here's here's what to look out for I don't know that as protected as I am and aware of my energy and keep my energy pretty clean, I don't know that I'd go out to that museum, though. I think oh. just from what I've seen no. in the different shows, I don't know that they do a lot of management, energy mm-hmm. management there.
0: Well, and Heidi, you know from meeting Zach Bagans how many yeah. things are attached to that man. I mean, he's just a walking a walking thing of full of who knows what, you know? yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, we've
1: both met him and it's yeah. a, he's full.
0: Yes. Mm. He but
1: yeah, I, okay. I don't know that I'd go to that location either though, oh. because it just, it, through just the programs, it seems like a paranormal cesspool. And yes,
0: it's problems yeah. can I go
1: into it? Sure. Do I want to? No, probably not.
0: <laughs> not I
1: don't you. know that I want to swim in that goo no. <laughs> that I have to A, protect myself against first and then clear myself of after. That just doesn't sound like any kind of work that I feel like doing on purpose.
0: Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not.
1: I'm so. curious if anybody in the chat room has been to Zach Bagan's museum. Let us know if you've been there. His paranormal museum in Las Vegas. I don't know. Th- Does he have another one? I think that's the no, only one, right? I
0: think it's just in Vegas. And I Do, do think we need
1: more than one? I don't I think so.
0: No. And <laughs> I do know a couple of people who have been there. I don't think anything terrible happened to them I think they were just in Vegas and so they decided to go you know and right. I don't remember any stories coming from them I remember cringing when they told me they went there <laughs> just like I cringed when you said these these people went there it was like oh my god no 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 but um, yeah. Mm. yeah you're just yeah. asking for trouble so yeah I we'll have a mental picture yes no Mm-mm.
1: well and that's what it feels I, I don't know if you've seen any of the shows that they go through he's done a couple of episodes I think with Ghost Adventures where they've done investigating in the museum with certain mm-hmm. items especially, you know, especially with certain items and I'd, I've watched I don't know one maybe maybe, and pro- I don't even know if I watched the whole thing because it just it feels like a cesspool
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just it feels ishy mm-hmm. it feels gooey and heavy and thick and I don't know I don't know why, and I I want, I have a bunch of paranormal stuff. I'd like to have a paranormal museum, but I'm telling you right now, it'd be, that stuff would be locked, I almost swore, because I'm so like, that stuff would be so locked down because I wouldn't want anybody to get hurt. No. I wouldn't want anyone to feel ishy when they left. I know I'm, I do the Halloween open house, right? And I still, I mean, people are like, wow, this energy is intense. I'm like, can you imagine if I wasn't managing it?
0: Yeah, it would just be It would be a lot. Yeah, no, I I just, yeah. Hmm. But, you know, he is dark, and he likes all the dark stuff. I mean, every every show he ever has, it's, oh, these are demons. These are demons. And he provokes, and he does all these things that we all know. We just, you don't do this. You know, it's just a bad thing. So I can only imagine, yes, what that place is like. Mm -mm. And Vegas as a whole, I mean, Vegas is a pretty dark place. So you have this paranormal thing in the middle of all of this dark energy and bad energy and all these things that happen in Vegas. Wow. You're just asking for it, you know? Um, Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. No, you know, I've never been to Vegas. I don't, haven't? not even on my top thousand places to go. I'd never want to go there,
1: you know? Yeah. I don't know. I went there, how many times have I been there? I don't know, two or three times. And no, it's it was never on my top, you know, places mm-hmm. to go. But my mom used to go there with her husband, oh. and so they would, you know, they'd go and then, hey, do you want to come out? Sure, fine. I did that once, and it was, it was um, not impressive. I don't know, as I didn't like the energy, and mm-hmm. frankly, I don't like any of the statues. They have way too many statues. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of statues that are my size or bigger. Yeah. Right, I can handle little statues. Anything that is human size or bigger, I'm not a fan. They just freak me out because they move. And people are like, they don't move. I'm like, statues can move. I'm not, I'm not sure why, but they can. Their energy can make them look like they move, and it freaks me out. I don't like it. And then you get to Vegas, and they actually move. Animatronics are a thing out there, and I don't like that at all. They get really big, and they move. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So that I did not appreciate at all. And uh, then the second time I went, it was to get to the Grand Canyon, Mm -hmm. fly into Vegas, drive Mm -hmm. out to the Grand Canyon, kind of make a big trip of it, stayed in the Grand Canyon for a week and then drove back to Vegas and then flew home. So, but yeah, I'm not, I don't need to go back. I don't, no desire. Yeah. And that's a thing for people and that's totally cool. Like rock on if that's your thing, but it's not my thing.
0: No, not me either. Not me either. I just wouldn't do it. And I definitely would not go to anything Zach Bagans oriented. Period. Well, End of story. <laughs> um, talking about, okay, so I know this was, but it's kind of an offshoot of a TV program. So, you know, Jack Osborne um, is a paranormal investigator and he's an adventure guy and he does all these things. But he has this show on um, the Travel Channel called uh, night of terror with jack osborne and he has different guests that are some are famous some are not but this one that i caught it was like the last weekend or the weekend before was there i guess it was their premier premiere show of the season and his mom sharon was investigating this hotel with him in california and um Sharon was attacked. I mean, so they were almost done with the investigation and they decided that, hey, Sharon was going to go up into this room that happened to be one of the most active by herself with um, with a blindfold on and talk, you know, kind of like the SD, a modified Estes method, you know. Mm-hmm. So she's up there and Jack is somewhere else. I don't know. But of course, she had a producer and a, and a TV guy with her. And all of a sudden you see her. She just kind of, you would almost think she was sleeping, but she wasn't sleeping because she, she was asking a question and then all of a sudden she went, her, her, her body flipped back on her chair and it was like a, a, just a straight dining room chair kind of sort of, and her head just went back. Like she was dead and she was non-responsive and the producer is like, Sharon, are you all right? Sharon, are you all right? Nothing, nothing, nothing. So they called Jack. And, of course, Jack was flying up there. Of course, they couldn't revive her. They had to call an ambulance. And so then I guess she woke up. And her thing is she thought she had just fainted. But she was out for, like, 20 minutes. And then she actually stopped breathing at a point. And um, she she doesn't know what happened. She said she remembers she was there. And then, boom, she, she felt like there was something trying to talk to her. And it's kind of like they took her body over or something and she was in the hospital for two days, checked out. Perfect. There was not one thing wrong with her, you know. And they had a psychic in there who, you know, a reverse psychic or a forensic psychic who said that she felt like there was a a female spirit that was trying to talk to her. But then there was a dominant male spirit that came in. and, And that's when she, you know, kind of flipped out. But, I mean, that's pretty scary, right? She said, yeah. I will never go on another paranormal investigation. We'll leave that to Jack, <laughs> and who wouldn't after something like that? I mean, it was it was quite amazing, actually. You know, and I think it was if, if anybody, if you guys can get Ghost Adventures, I do believe it was the first episode of the season this year. So crazy talk, crazy talk. I was just sitting there like, oh my god, what's going to happen? And then there was commercials, you know, and I'm like, oh my god, what's going to happen to her? You know. <laughs> so it was really a good one, and I do. I gotta say, I do like his shows I think he's pretty he's very believable and I think he really is kind of out for the truth you know he did one with his parents that was um, I want to believe or something right and that was that was kind of a little crazy but these actual investigations are pretty cool and he has some really cool people that he takes out there with him that have never been on an investigation before you know so it's a good one to watch if you're in for something good and you can get to the travel channel you know So, but, wow, wow.
1: So, what about any of the other equipment or anything? Did anybody catch anything else while that was happening? Do you know?
0: I do think they got a lot of, uh, they had a lot of shadow, and Sharon kept saying, too, you know, I see something moving around there. I'm not sure if they caught things on the video or the audio. You know, I was kind of not paying attention to the whole thing until this happened when she was just back in her chair, you know. Um, and of course that got grabbed my attention right away, but they did get a lot of activity. I mean, they had, you know, the REM pod was going off. They had one of those, um, we do not have one in the sim crew, but it's, it's kind of like a REM pod, but it's like a box. It's like a box of about a foot square and it has lights. Do you have one of those? Mm Mm-mm. It almost no. looks like a disco light. And it's the coolest thing. But it goes by, you know, it's like a K2 meter, sort of. So if it's in a REM pod all together, so if some energy comes by it, then it lights up like crazy. It's the it's the craziest thing. I love it. I want one. I don't even know where to get one. But um, that was going crazy. And it was just a whole lot of different things going on in this in this
1: creepy home. Where were they?
0: Someplace in California. And I, it was kind of in the, I don't remember what the name of it was. I'll have to look it up and see if I can find it on the break, but um, it was a smaller place and um, they've had a lot of activity. They've had a lot of paranormal activity and they have the stories of the people who used to live there. Right. So it was a very good show. I, I think I'm going to go back and watch it again. If I, if I have the time, because it was really, it was a good one. It was an interesting one. So um, yeah, for sure. So watch Mm. it, is what I'm saying, because it's really (laughs) not staged. Like, so many of these paranormal shows are all staged, right? And, you know, they're almost to the point where I feel like they're scripted. And if something happens, great. But it could be something very minute. And they're trained to say, oh, did you hear that? And this is what's going on. You know how it is, which is why I never watch these shows anymore. But like I said, I do like Jack Osborne.
1: Yeah, I'll so. have to check it out. I have not seen him. I've seen some of his shows. I haven't seen anything for a while. So mm-hmm. I might have to check out that episode to watch and yeah. get attacked. Not that I yeah, yeah, yeah. want her to I get attacked. I don't want anyone to get attacked. But no. it's interesting to watch something that appears, as you say, to look like it's not scripted. So yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, it was really good. Let me see if I can find the link to it somehow. And you know, everybody, if they can get to it, i don't know if you have to have the travel channel. If you can find it somewhere else, but um, it, it's it's a good one. It's a keeper. Let's put it that way. So that's you know every once in a while we t- we run across one of these shows that's really good. And
1: so is it Jack Osborne's Night of Terror? Yeah, is that the, the series?
0: There's even videos of when she fell back. Actually, I okay, she just. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find it and then I will put, um, I will put it in the chat. So
1: I know, uh, Mike in the chat room was asking the show name. So it's the Jack Osborne's Night of Terror.
0: Night of Terror. Yeah. See, it says Sharon Osborne passes out on stage. Yeah. Or not on stage, but during the thing, you know, um, yeah, just crazy talk here. Let me see if I could. It's on YouTube. Oh, this is good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share this um, with everyone, and then well, everybody can see what they. Why am I having a hard time with this? Because um, I'm trying to talk at the same time. It doesn't work.
1: <laughs> well, you can find it during the break too. Yep. Yep. I think this. Which is good. we could take any time now because we're at the half hour.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's do that. Let's go to commercial break. Um, This is The Gathering Radio Show, and we'll be back in two minutes. Hi, it's Tori DeVito. In every family, small conversations can make a big impact, like when my dad shared his experiences as an alcoholic. Your honesty about that part of your life gave me a sense of integrity that I wanted to uphold in my own life. I wanted you to know from someone who's been in recovery more than 30 years now that hard work is what creates success, not alcohol or other drugs. I said it a lot, and I'm glad you took it to heart. Talk. They hear you. For more information, visit
1: underagedrinking.samsa.gov. truly unique podcast experience. We have you covered. Spirit Bayou with CJ Dunham airs live from the Third Coast in Southeast Texas on Tuesday and Fridays at midnight Eastern Time. Covering Creole folklore and folk magic to strange paranormal activity to new equipment for the field, CJ Dunham is a Catholic swamp witch, a devotee to our Mother Mary and the Trinity, a true believer in our Lord, the Holy Ghost, and Christ. Peace be with your spirit and the
0: spirits by you.
1: You'll hear some amazing guests like me.
0: Whatever. Paranormal
1: and true crime stories and more. Catch her Wednesdays at 8 Central on the Para-X radio network. Whether you're listening at home, at work, or anywhere, thanks for making Para-X part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Back to the paranormal. <laughs> It's Paranormal Smorgasbord. I don't know where we are. I was watching this video. So welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network at our Paranormal Smorgasbord, our first yes. Tuesday of the month. And I'm watching this clip that we were talking about before the uh, break that Stephanie couldn't talk before the break. And clearly I can't talk after the break. Um, I'm watching this clip from Jack Osborne's show, The Night of Terror. It's night, Jack Osborne's Night of Terror. First... Episode of the season, and his mom is on, and she, yeah, I'm watching her, and she kind of just
0: falls back, tips
1: back, yeah, and then her arms drop down to her side, and I'm like, whoa, she's kind of tipped back in a weird way too. Yes, that,
0: yes, like somebody's something has got her. You know, that's exactly what I thought when I first saw it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was
1: know. that's kind of that weird. I want to, I'll watch it later when I, yeah, I'm not supposed yeah. to be talking.
0: and I don't know what they do if they do any protections or I would hope so but I guess I don't I don't really know I mean they've never really talked about it on that show so but they don't really talk about that on any paranormal shows right so I don't know but hopefully hopefully but she's fine I mean he said I read her news report you know it was filmed the year I think this debuted in September how you know I'm just I'm behind the times but anyway um And so they filmed this last December and he said, oh, yeah, two days later, she was out Christmas shopping. So clearly it didn't affect her in any (laughs) negative future, you know, way, but she just will never go on another paranormal investigation again. Don't blame her.
1: Well, and something like that, too, you think, okay, she's fine, but is she? I mean, is is there something that could Mm -hmm. manifest later, health-wise or other, you know, that, you know, because we don't know how this works, you know. We don't know. So it's like any kind of injury, you might not know how Mm -hmm. much damage there was until later.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, it could be,
1: you know, weeks, years down the road, even.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. But good show. You can watch it, watch it from beginning to end. Like I said, I was kind of doing something else while I was watching it. And, you know, almost 15 minutes before the end when this happened and then of course you're glued to the TV, right? You're just like, Oh my God, what is going on here? You know? So good. It's a good episode, good episode to watch. I think it might be a good learning episode for anyone who maybe wants to get into the paranormal field that this is maybe what can happen. So you need to be prepared. You need to, you know, make sure you're protected and be aware that these things are out there and they can hurt you. And,
1: right and I mean really the odds of something like this happening your first are very go small are, are very not small. huge yeah so but it, it's anything's possible
0: that's the thing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. mm-hmm exactly so anyway yeah that's it's a good one it's a good one so okay to move on to something different so we were talking a little bit about how this time of year you know we got to do some self self-care um, my favorite Psychic medium, Sarah Lamos. Do you know who she is? She's awesome. Love her. Mm-mm. But she she posted this thing in our group, and it's the holiday shopping list. And okay, here it is. This is for me, man. Uh, peace of mind, self-love and self-care, deep breaths, extra forgiveness, warm moments, belly laughs, good company, candlelit evenings, home alone, and cookies. Cookies. <laughs> You had me at cookies. No, <laughs> that should have been I mean, up closer to the top. <laughs> that should, yes, yes. But, I mean, this is perfect. This is what I want for me for the holidays. I think everybody should have this, right? Because th- these are all good things and make us feel so good, right? So, but cookies. Yeah, cookies. <laughs> cookies, yes. Absolutely. Um. So, yeah, cool beans. So, next week, we are going Krampus so we have to do a little research because it's Krampus day I think in Germany maybe close to next weekend right or next week I don't remember what the day is but it's right around this time this is why we chose to have that yeah so it's going to be fun you guys it's going to be really fun Mike is saying and chocolate well of course and chocolate and coffee and coffee just saying yeah, There's well, no, better than not coffee, but I would, yeah, co- I like chocolate, <laughs> chocolate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have chocolate. Remember when we used to do the show every week together, and we always had that big bar of some kind of chocolate. Heck yeah! And then we were chewing it on air. It was so unprofessional, but it was so fun.
1: <laughs> well, you got to do what you got to do,
0: and I frankly,
1: I, I don't know the what the bar is for us being professional. At any point during the show. So I just know that we stopped doing that. <laughs> True. Yeah. We we stopped eating on the air. <laughs> that was not good. Well, cool.
0: and then every time we every time we were at uh Superfan Anita's house, you know, she was always feeding us all kinds of goodies. You know, she always had a smorgasbord of goodies for us to eat when we were there. So yeah, That was awesome.
1: Stuff. I miss yeah. I miss Anita.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: not just I'm not saying it for food I miss her as a human me too. She's a good she's a good egg
0: she is a good egg and she's apparently doing well up there in Canada with her bakery and all so good for her in a small little town I love it love it love it love it you know um, yeah so okay so paranormal what's your next topic you got one well, so I don't
1: know if this is really paranormal, but I read this and it, it like blew my mind because, mm-hmm. so every once in a while I like to talk about space stuff, right? Yeah. And there was uh, astronomers, this came out like a week ago and not even a week ago. Astronomers have, uh, so this is off of um, a science article online, PBS, Um Astronomers have discovered a rare in-sync solar system with six planets moving like a grand cosmic orchestra, untouched by outside forces since their birth billions of years ago. So just in that, I'm like, wow, that just sounds amazing and mind blowing, billions of years, and it's been just this perfect little this solar system just out on its own, doing its own thing, right? For billions Mm -hmm. of years. And They found it, it's a hundred light years away. One light, yeah. Wow. Well, one light year, one light year is 5.8 trillion miles Mm -hmm. away. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It is a hundred light years away.
0: Mm -hmm. So, how do they even find such a thing? You know?
1: Right. Well, right. So they have these um satellites, right? They're planet hunting satellites. Oh. And there's two of them that teamed up to look for solar systems. And I guess they have I don't know, 40 to 50 in sync solar systems that they have found so far. But none of them have been this perfectly in sync, undisturbed wow. for billions of years. But wow. it just it makes my brain turn inside out because you think, oh my gosh, infinity is like, it's hard to wrap your mind around it. It's hard to, almost hard to believe it, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just saw this and it made me think and get all like twisty in my head because hundred light years away, which is 5.8 trillion miles per light year, Like, wow, that's – I don't know. I might sound like just a dummy because I think it's so amazing. But I read this kind of stuff and I just want to, like, understand how is this even possible. And anyway, but it helps uh, scientists. The reason that they're looking for this stuff is it helps them to learn about our um, how solar systems come to be, um, Mm -hmm. how uh, they work how they form and so when they find all these these different solar systems some are you know in sync like this one some are not um depending on the types of planets that are in it anyway um I just find it really fascinating
0: you know when I was in college um astronomy I almost majored in astronomy but it's just you know what it's just too mind-boggling it really is it really it hurts my brain you know but Carl Sagan was really big back in the day. And I don't know if you remember Carl Sagan, but he had this, he had a, a series on it. And I've, I've got his book right over there on the shelf. But um, fascinating guy, fascinating guy. But he would talk about it in a way that you could understand, you know, instead of all these, you know, crazy formalistic terms. But I think so as far as a light a light year is the distance that light, light travels in one year, correct? So it took 100 years of our time for that light to come to us so that we could see it. So that solar system could be gone already. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I mean, let's think about this. That's weird. When you think about things like that, you know, and things that are like that, that's why when you said a hundred light years, I'm like, well, that's not that far. Cause some of the things that they photograph are like thousands of light years away. Right. A hundred? I mean, comparatively speaking, that's not closer than a lot.
1: You know, the whole space topic, subject, whatever, is just really fascinating. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. Mike in the chat room was asking if we've ever watched NASA's Unexplained Files. And I have. That was out a while ago, wasn't it? It's not current. Um, I mean, I know it's not current, but I can't remember how long ago. Let me look it up. Let's see here. NASA's Unexplained Files. Um, looks like, yeah, about 10 years ago.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't know how many seasons it ran for, right? Or was it seasons? Yeah. Maybe. I
0: don't think I've seen that. What channel oh, was that? Oh, six on? seasons, starting in
1: 2012. Mm. I might have to go back and watch that again. I don't. I doubt that I watched every episode. I doubt that I watched every season. Right. But good call, Mike. I might be back on that because I like I like watching and learning about <laughs> things that make me dizzy because I just yeah. can't understand it. It hurts it's so their brain. Big. It's too yes. big.
0: Hmm. So yeah. So we are looking at a solar system from a hundred years ago. Is that considered time travel? Maybe. You know. You know, time travel is another good subject. We should really do a show on time travel. We haven't done that for a very long time. Right. We have to get a a guest. A good guest, a mm-hmm. good
1: guest for that. It's hard to find a guest on that. Like, it's hard mm-hmm. to find a guest to talk about spiders, apparently. Because mm-hmm. I still have yet to find anybody who wants to be on the show, mm-hmm. talk about spiders. Come on, people. Help me out. Find someone to send to us to talk about spiders. Uh-huh. Someone who is. there. People who talk about spiders are as elusive as. Finding spiders, I think. Well, I find them every day, but everybody else, maybe they're elusive like that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who we're going to get to talk about time travel. I haven't thought about that for a while either, but yeah, interesting. We had a show on that. It was really fun. Remember? Um, Yeah. I'd like
1: to do a show on that and I'd like to do a show on spiders. Yeah. Please, listeners.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's also cool. I love spiders. They keep, they keep many other ishy things away, right, and they're good for us, and I don't allow anyone to kill them in my presence, that's for sure. They run free. Well, I'm allergic to spider bites, and I have gotten
1: bitten by many spiders, mm. and it typically happens at least once a year, and I don't like oh. it. Oh. Yeah. So, oh. I don't like it.
0: Hmm.
1: So, I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. But you like spiders, well, it I I'm okay with them if they stay away from me. I'm totally okay with them because yeah, they do cool stuff. They eat bugs, and I like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But they need to stay away from me because mm-hmm. it seems like when we get in the same area, I get bit, and I don't like that because then I have to take, you know, what do you call it? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Now I can't even think of it. Antihistamine. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, but I literally see. a... Live spider every day, and it's not the same one that I see every in the same place every day. It's different spider, different place every day. I see a spider, but that's because it's one of my power animals, and I know that. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's showing up for me, I guess.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and we all have different power animals. And you know, talking about power animals, you know, I have, I have not seen my owls for a long time, and. I keep asking, where are they? You know, and I'm on my walk and I talk to the nature spirits and I said, can you just give me a sign? Really? You know? And sure enough, same day that I had asked this, we were at my sister's house, which isn't far from my house. Right. And Casey had went outside for something and she said, mom, come in here, come out here. You know, the owls are, I can hear the owls. and I'm like, are you kidding? And I went outside. Yep. And their mama was out there and and it was like her and Papa were talking back and forth. But they weren't close to my sister's house. So they were, she's close to this, to our regional park too, where I see them all the time and by the lake. And um, you could tell they were over that way, you know, still have to lay eyes on them. But this morning, so, you know, owls are one of my spirit animals, my power animals and whatever. And this morning as I'm walking with Melly at 6 a.m., All of a sudden, this bird flies out of nowhere. I think it was one of the owls. I didn't hear them. They weren't talking. So I can't tell you for sure. But it was big. And it flew just, you know, kind of in front of us. And I'm like, oh, they're watching over me. They're watching over us, Millie. I just know it. You know, and you just makes you feel good, right? It just makes you feel good to know that they're there. But, yeah, so apparently they're fine. I have to... I'll have to stay up past you know eight o'clock some night and see if I can (laughs) listen. Go outside, (laughs) or go over to the park, you know, or something, you know. But I'm wondering if they're on the island, you know, where they were last year. And I they go everywhere, of course, at this time. But prepping, prepping for the for the babies, you know. So when
1: do they have? uh, When do they start that process?
0: She's usually in the nest. Late January, um, early February. Yeah, because she had those babies. When was it last year? It was like early March and she had the babies. I thought she was, maybe it was the end of February. I don't remember. But she had been out there for a while because I hadn't seen them. And something happened to, you know, they nested in a squirrel's nest a couple years ago. I think I talked about this on the show and one of the babies fell out and the Raptor center came and took that baby back to the medical center and checked her all out and whatever and brought her back. And then they also brought a new nest for them and it was beautiful. It was mesh. You know, those babies grew up in that nest and it's been sitting there and suddenly it's gone. I don't, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know. Did the Raptors Center come and take it? Did the, you know, did the regional park take it down and put it somewhere else? I, I, th- I find it very strange. And it wasn't like on the ground, you know, and I had just seen it like, because I'm out there all the time. And I had just seen it like, you know, the day before and I'm always looking for mama, you know, and then suddenly it's just gone.
1: Well, Isn't someone that weird? I have taken it. Because well, if I, it was wrecked or something, there'd be pieces of it there. yeah, Laying on the ground yes, or something.
0: Exactly. Yes. I, I'm going to call. the. I'm going to call. I keep forgetting. But I'm going to try to remember to call Silverwood tomorrow and ask, what happened to that owl's nest? You know? And she did not nest there last year. She nested on the island last year, which was, I think she does it because. Nobody can get there. Nobody can get there unless they want to walk across that lake ice, you know? Maybe, uh, Steph. Do you think you're bothering her? No, I don't think it's me. I think, you know, every time I would go over there because she was so close to where uh, that park has gotten so busy now because people have figured it out. Right. And it is a gorgeous little slice of woodlands and and peace and happiness right here. You know, and if you don't go early in the morning or later in the evening, there's just really a lot of people there, which which I don't like. So I always tend to go early in the morning (laughs) because I want to be one of the only ones there. Um, or late in the evening, but there were constantly people there. It was like the paparazzi was there with their long lenses, you know, taking pictures of her and the babies. So, you know, it never seemed to bother her though. So I'm not, I think it's interesting that she picked that dilapidated owl box out on the island to have babies in last year. So, but you can still get there. I mean, you can get there over the lake ice, but but there's not enough ice there yet, but (laughs) Soon, soon, I'm thinking. Um, well, not tomorrow. Forty-six degrees tomorrow. No, and you know we had a. I was at. Let's see. I was Nellie and I walked by the lake a couple of days ago, and there was a gal that had walked out on the. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I because I wouldn't do that. And she was only about six feet out, but still, I don't think that ice is thick enough. But I said, I said, how how deep is the ice? Oh, I think it's probably good enough to skate. And I'm like. Well, maybe if you weigh, you know, 100 pounds, I don't know, you know, and she's, she said it was about two inches, but I don't think that's thick enough for people to be, watching. I don't think that's I, thick enough, but I think it doesn't have to be eight inches or something or is eight inches for a car. I don't know. I, can't I don't
1: read. know. But I don't think two inches sounds like enough for much, but
0: no, it's just too early. And you know what? We haven't had enough cold and it's been warm. And I, yeah, like you said, 50 degrees on Thursday. So hmm, not a good thing. Be but safe out there, folks. Be smart. It isn't safe. So don't go out on those lakes yet. Anyway, wait for a few weeks. Wait till we get some really cold weather. Um, because we just haven't had it yet. All right. So owls, yeah, the owls—they are just totally amazing. Can I just say they're just—I love them. Black light.
1: Oh, we're still talking about spiders in the chat oh. room. <laughs> <laughs> How to detect yeah. them, how to yeah. what kinds are weird. Uh Mike uh in was talking about the uh big Arizona tarantulas and I said mm. no.
0: He mm. said
1: he misses them. Mm. <laughs> I said no, no. Do it's you me.
0: remember that part of a Lord of the Rings? The last movie yeah. when they ran yep. in Shelob.
1: <laughs> yep, I sure do.
0: Oh my. Yes. I was... would be dead. <laughs> Frightful, frightful to say the least. Yeah. Uh, anyone use a UV light for ghost hunting? No, I didn't. no, I don't. Oh,
1: I have, I have, have one. Have you?
0: Yeah, and it's really not a
1: good idea no. because it doesn't do anything for. So far, I haven't found any benefit for paranormal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you don't want to know what's in the location.
0: No. 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 That you're in. No.
1: Because sometimes black light will show you things that you don't want to see. You might want
0: to flee, like immediately.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I have used
0: one and I stopped using it because I don't want to know. hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can't even imagine, you know, what you might find with one of those things. But, I mean yeah, think and- of the think of some of the locations that we go to mm-hmm. and
1: there some of the locations night after night after night have paranormal investigations happening. And it might get tidied up or straightened up or whatever, but it's probably not cleaned on a no. regular basis. And so, and some of the places, you know, you don't go to a prison and expect it to be cleaned. I mean, maybe it'll get swept out once in a while or something, but, and I don't know what, I mean, I don't know if there's anything, I mean, you'd probably find like, I don't know what you'd find there. But anyway, yeah, I don't have any interest in using a black light anymore. Um, Mm-mm. Usually yeah. when I come home from a paranormal investigation, everything goes straight into the laundry. Me too. Me I bring too. stuff. I don't care if it gets wrecked. Yep. And if it doesn't get wrecked, it goes straight into the laundry and it doesn't go anywhere into my house because yep. nope. If you've I'm used a black light way. during a paranormal investigation, Never. you're going to know <laughs> that's not what
0: you want in your house. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm. Isn't that funny? Yep. I do the same thing. Everything goes... Into the laundry, and I usually take a shower too, completely wash off. Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> My goodness, yes, UV lights. Huh? I don't think so.
1: Not worth the investment for paranormal investigating.
0: No. No. Isn't it UV lights that the the law enforcement people use to find blood too, or is it that is that when they use that stuff they put on it first?
1: Well, I think they have to use that spray too with it. Luminol or yep. whatever. Luminol, anyway, Lumino. yeah. And a black light. But I think, yeah, black light helps you find other stuff.
0: All kinds of things that you don't yeah. want to. That'd be like going to a hotel room and using a black light. You would never sleep in that bed.
1: Oh, saying. gosh. Let's just not talk about this anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Pad Mike for talking about that. <laughs> anyway, that that's a, a that is a paranormal... Piece of
1: equipment that is on the don't bother to buy it list. Don't bother.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For paranormal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Nope. Anyway. I agree. Yeah, Luminal. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Oh, no. my. Yep.
0: So, okay. So, astrological. I guess, you know, I haven't read astrology for a while. I know we talked about that right before the show, but I have not read astrology stuff lately have you what's going on in the world how come i wonder it's a new moon next week so that's
1: another yep. good thing um no i haven't uh, stayed on top of any astrology
0: you know sometimes i think it's you know like right on and then other times i'm like mm-hmm. okay well this one says it's an amazing week this is what triana says we have an amazing week in front of us um, Venus rules matters of love and self esteem, and Jupiter is the great beneficiary who brings good fortune, expansion, and luck. Oh. Oh. And uh, this opposition has us tempted in all ways there are to be tempted this week spend more, eat more, drink more, play more, sleep more, indulge more. <laughs> well, wow, that's interesting. Hmm. Oh, wow. And this just goes on and on and on. I don't have time to read it all. But, yeah, so lots of stuff going on. But it doesn't sound bad. It just sounds like, geez, maybe you better watch it with, uh, you know, temptation.
1: That's what I'm getting. Which is what can happen this time of year with a lot of folks. So Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, so so for Cancer, it says uh, they're talking about... um, Venus enters Scorpio and immediately opposes Jupiter and Taurus. So this is a really fun opposition because it is so indulgent. And you may find yourself spending way more than you expected if you have kids, okay? Um, Or you're likely spending more on your friends and family or your pets. And with reckless abandon, okay? Uh Uh-oh, watch out. I I don't think that's me, okay? Okay, but this one says... Venus is also in a beautiful alignment to Saturn and Pisces, your sector of expansion and travel. And this may prompt you to dive into spiritual matters. Mm. Mercury and Capricorn is in a lovely alignment to Jupiter. (laughs) Well, isn't that that something? Okay, let's see what it says for Capricorn. Um, That's you. Where are you? Scorpio. Sagittarius. Capricorn Um, Okay, it also talks about Venus and Scorpio and Jupiter and Taurus and oh my gosh and encourages you to let loose and have fun, Heidi I can do that Gotta do it, that's what it's saying Now we gotta let loose and get off the show Let loose, we gotta do that Okay, so everyone Thanks for listening tonight. Next week, we're talking Krampus. And um, thank you to all the troops who may be listening. Please be safe. And thank you so much for your service. And thank you, everybody in the chat room, for joining us today. Everybody
1: listening out there, wherever you are, thanks for joining us. Along for the ride, uh, Para X Radio Network, thank you for hosting us. We love being here. And Sarge's the most amazing producer on the planet, thanks for pulling this all together again. And we'll see you all next week.
0: Good night, everyone.